Okay, well, it's 8.30, and we will get started. Um, Matt's not here yet, so um, in case he's not here in time, Cliff, could you open us in prayer if he's not here by the time we get to that, that part? Um, so it's 8.30, and I'd like to welcome everyone into the room this morning, and welcome to New Wine, New Wineskins on Clubhouse, where we seek to build relational bridges through Jesus by engaging relevant subjects. We have been talking about the Trinitarian theology as a bridge building from racism to peacemaking. We have previously defined Trinitarian theology, among other things, as being the relationship of self-giving, other-focused love of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, one to the other from before the beginning and to us in Jesus Christ. For those of us who have a Trinitarian theology as a core life value, that Trinitarian love we talk about should be pouring out to the other in and through us. We welcome today Christ's invitation to act. Matt, could you please open us in prayer? Thank you, Gloria. And we, Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus and through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. We thank you for this moment, for this moment in time that you've placed each one of us in. We thank you for the call that you put on our lives, the call to see, to hear, to fear the plight, feel the plight of the other. And we're thankful for this moment in time that you've called us to see and to love the one that you placed in front of us and to overcome, to be the ones to overcome the differences here in this life, uh, the life that you put, placed us in, the place in which you placed us in. And so as we continue to seek your way in your will, Lord Jesus, we ask that your love would just overwhelm each one of us. And that as we have this dialogue and continue to press into you, Lord Jesus, that you would make known your way of peace and your way of love. And we give this morning over to you and we thank you for just awakening us to the beauty of this morning and let us see the joy that's all around us. We ask that uh, you would continue to guide the dialogue this morning. In your name we pray, amen. Thank you, Matt. Yes. Appreciate it. And um, we'll turn to Kayla for the guidelines. Thank you, Kayla. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Um, welcome to New Wine, New Wineskins on Clubhouse. Most of you here know our, our guidelines, so I'll breeze through them. Um, we ask that when you listen and engage um, to be respectful. So uh, if you want to speak, you can raise your hand and we'll bring you up to the stage. Uh, try not to interrupt uh, as, as best as you can and uh, be succinct with your time to be respectful um, of our, our time. Our golden rule is as Jesus's uh, to love one another. Um, so wait to, to speak until called upon. Um, and you can follow us on Clubhouse by uh, hitting the little greenhouse at the top of your screen. Um, and then you can learn more about us um, on our website there at the top or on our about page on Clubhouse. Um, you can also follow each of us for further engagement. And uh, Clubhouse does have a new chat room feature. So just be aware that we are not regularly monitoring that that chat. Uh, it's in the hallway. 
because uh, we want our focus to be on the discussion in the room, uh, not not in that. So if it takes us a second to respond to that, just please be aware of that. If anyone here is from outside the U.S., just note that Clubhouse is not a secure platform. Uh, so just be mindful. And this room is being recorded. So also be mindful of that as well. Um, thank you. And we look forward to this discussion today. And with that, I will yield back to Gloria. I will to um, Bob to set the stage for us. Sorry, I was speaking Thank with you. my mic closed. <laughs> Go ahead, Robert. <laughs> okay. That's okay. Thank you, uh, Gloria. Thank you, uh, Kayla, for the guidelines. Uh, you do a great job of outlining that for us each time. Appreciate that a lot. Uh, Matt, thank you for your prayers and for the, for the focus on the fact that Jesus is um, leading every discussion that we have together. And um, I think that's, uh, that is a power that we just uh, um, can't forget. That's where, that's where it comes from. So our discussions um, raised a call or in calls for action in me. And um, after last week's discussion, especially, I felt a, um, an amazing inspiration towards calls to action. Um, and to, to kind of set our discussion today, I want to take uh, just a few minutes and go over um, the kind of things that our evidence calls to action in our discussions over the past uh, couple of months, and it, it's only a you know a minute or two to to do that. Um, and in that in that uh, kind of look back over the discussion topics, I'm reminded of a powerful leadership um, story that is recorded in Deuteronomy, uh, the chapter two. And we hear God is talking to Moses and he says, you have circled this mountain long enough, period. Now turn north. And I can just imagine, can you just imagine um, he's leading a whole nation and um, he's doing the best he can and God says to him, uh, now it's time to move north. Is that ever an example of uh, an action, a call to action? Uh, I don't know of another one that's quite as powerful. Uh, last week, uh, Jim shared a interesting bat story of how the Holy Spirit inspired him. Yes, uh, he told a story about a bat. Uh, that's uh, a flying rat bat story. And, um, and it inspired me 
Uh, and there is actually more to that story. Since um, Jim can't be with us this week, uh, we're going to ask him to expand on that uh, and give us the rest of the story at a later date. But it, but it starts us to think about uh, the kind of things that are calls to action. So let me um, share a couple of things that from my notes we have um, we've talked about recently. Uh, Cliff said we are we are most we are life changers. We are called to be life changers and to live for others. Uh, Gloria said, I'm willing to be used uh, in any way possible. And she gave us uh, some examples of how God was already using her in that way. Uh, <clears throat> I talked about bridge building and how that feeds into relationships and even from enemy to friend. Trudy, you talked about uh, the power of God's word and how that changes you. Uh, you also mentioned that um, the, the tragedy of Ukraine is calling you to act and you are focused and uh, willing to, 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 to move. Melba, this is really powerful, Melba says, that she just wants to see change and we can make change together we can work through issues and and she said why don't we start acting brand new and come together and focus on how to change matt you mentioned the fact that new wine new wine skins purpose is to engage for change together and that is a <clears throat> that is a tremendous resource that we have right here within clubhouse cookie mentioned that she will um, allow god to nurture her and in turn um, she is willing to nurture others in fact she can't be here today, but that's exactly what she's doing right now. <clears throat> Gloria, you also mentioned the fact that um, uh, a call to action is, is like um, being willing to take the plank out of your own eye and get involved in an area that is uh, change oriented. And one of those areas was collective intelligence in which she is moving uh, and taking a stand on already. And it could change a lot about how the state of California functions uh, with um, information. It's pretty exciting. Uh, Cookie also uh, is, is committed to uh, the need to be involved somewhere. And that somewhere for her uh, lately has been uh, voting rights. And so she's joined some um, organizations and taken a stand. I remember also we talked about um, 
it was um, Dr. Um, Marcus um, said, there are some things that we can actually change at the local level. And that's the whole issue of, of, um, of use of force. And that really struck me. Move us towards change. And so um, I would like, I would like us to focus on um, kind of this statement, our discussions raised calls to action in me. And then to share with all of us how, how and what discussion areas have raised calls to action in you. And so it could be a, a word, a phrase, a couple of sentences, but uh, keep it uh, keep it short because I think there's 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 a lot going on in our hearts and minds, and we want to hear about it today. So um, to start it off, I'll I'll just you know go first, and um, this is how I would describe our discussions raised calls to action in me. I heard from the hearts of uh, Cliff and uh, Melba, the fact that uh, North Portland actually has a, has, has a history of local churches, small local churches, uh, black church churches that have been gentrified almost to extinction. And it's not uh, just historical, it is present. And so for me, that is, um, that is within reach. That is uh, a call to action that says, how can I get involved? And, and I'm interested in that and would love to hear more about that. So um, that's my quick uh, description of my call to action. And I'd like to um, turn the <clears throat> turn the mic over uh, to a few of you. Uh, I'd like to hear from Cliff and Gloria, and then Trudy. Before we go there, Robert, and thank you so much. That was beautiful how you um, went back and shared all of our um, calls to action. And I recall that Kayla spoke about the fact that you know with her being the age that she is and her, the generation that she's um, within, that she um, has conversations and um, talks with people um, with respect to what's going on in the world. And so I appreciate her for who she is and what she's doing as well. And one of the things that I thought before we got into um, your um, question to us uh, to pursue um, was to have Matt and Cliff both share how new wine works. And um, that way we'll have a framework for our calls to action because Cliff is on the 
board of uh, Multnomah University in Portland, and Matt and I serve on uh, the board of New Wine, and Trudy serves on the advisory um, council. And of course, Robert, you are involved in all levels, you and Cookie, all levels of New Wine. So um, Cliff and Matt, if that's okay with you, Robert. That's okay. That's good. Okay. I, you know, this is a group group thing. And okay. I love your, I, I love your direction. Thank Sounds you. Great. So if Cliff and Matt, um, both of you could share about new wine so that we have the framework for how we can pursue our calls to action. I'd appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, uh, thanks, Gloria. I'll, I'll jump in there and then Cliff, you can follow up uh, um, anything that I miss uh, with new wine, new wineskins. Uh, the call is for the engagement of culture from a Christ-centered uh, Trinitarian approach. And what that means, I mean, it sounds like a lot of, of words, which it is, but uh, it's relational and it's uh, Christ-centered. So it's centered in love. And so how we've been talking um, too about this engagement of culture and about uh, seeking to embrace the one in front of us uh, with the unknowns and where we're at with culture, the differences, and also um, the downright uh, um, uh, uh, relational aspects of culture that are just negative and, and are dark and need some sort of light shined uh, upon the situation so that all people within the culture, within the group are seen and heard. And so this is uh, part of New Wine, New Wineskins, uh, you know, being a bridge in culture, seeking to um, bridge relational gaps that we see because of, I mean, in, in New Wine language for New Wine, New Wineskins, because the center for our pursuit is uh, Jesus Christ. Then what we would say is we would look at uh, the disruptions that are brought on through um, each one of us individual uh, people. The disruptions are brought on because of an other, a lack of other focused. Um, and so New Wine, New Wineskin seeks to um, build bridges, seeks to uh, uh, close gaps between relational gaps um, by focusing on what it means to be a participant, uh, for lack of better terms, you know, a player on the world stage, that each one of us has a specific call, that each one of us has a, a intrinsic value. And so when we deny or uh, disregard the person in front of us, what we are doing actually is denying the profundity and the beauty of our own life by uh, denying the person uh, that's right there with us. And whether or not we have a specific relationships such as a familial relationship or a friendship the fact is is that god has called us to be in relationship with one another um and the criteria of being in relationship with one another is that we are all created beings from a loving god and so new wine new wineskin seeks to step into culture uh, to build relational bridges, to actually be, not just build the relational bridges, but to be that bridge uh, so that uh, parties, and this is what we've been talking about over these uh, last weeks and months, is building the relational bridges uh, through um, people groups, races, and uh, culture, because our culture um, 
tends to demonize uh, willy-nilly, just uh, picking people groups. And so as a new wine, new wineskins, who is Christ-centered, which means that it's love-based, it looks at this God of love um, so as to embrace the one in front of us. So it's Christ-centered and it's Trinitarian, mean that, meaning that it's relational. The Godhead for the Christians that we believe is relational, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and for all eternity have related to one another. And in this image, this relational image, we are created such that the person in front of you has value because they are created in the same image that you are created in. We are creating this relational image and the image from uh, the Christian God who is love and seeks to relate to those in front. And that's what we are called into. And so New Wine, New Wineskins wants to embrace that. And through um, aspects, societal aspects, truths of society, such as race, such as gender, um, such as discrimination, these these relational truths that happen, persecution, and new wine, new wine skin seeks to step in so as to embrace love in every moment because we are created to love the Lord our God and love our, our neighbor as ourselves. And that's what we've been um, seeking to do uh, irregardless of what the world, the world wants dissension and it wants disruption. We see this playing out on the world stage um, right now as the world watches people, groups fighting. And so the only way to break through this is what New Wine Wineskin says. The only way for this to be broken is through love. And the Christian God is a God of love and calls us to become love. And so that's what New Wine, New Wineskin seeks to do, to build relational bridges in contemporary culture through Jesus Christ. And so that's what we've been seeking to do. And it's been, it's exciting. It's hard. It's, it's painful sometimes because we need to re reflect first on self and say, how have I been part of the problem here? The more I turn away from this God who is love and calls me to be love, the less I'm able to be the fullness of who I am. And that's what New Wine, New Wineskins is, is seeking to do, is to illuminate who this God is so as to then really understand the beauty and the profundity of my life. Because each one of us has specific value. We have intrinsic and extrinsic value. The, the God of all creation, this Christian God that uh, New Wine, New Wineskins uh, follows, created each one of us in love. And so that's what we've been seeking to do through this uh, room. And so uh, I could keep going on, but I don't want to uh, monopolize the uh, the time. So I yield to Cliff. And if there's anything else that um, comes up, then we can continue. But this is this is New Wine, New Wine Skins. So you can check out uh, uh, Gloria, put the uh, link right there on the top for further, but uh, I'll yield to uh, uh, Cliff for any further uh, wisdom and, and insight as to New Wine. Thank you, Matt. That was great, great. And I, I've enjoyed everything everyone has said um, <clears throat> on this morning. Um, but just to uh, just reiterate a couple of things about new wine, new wine, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> about new wine, new wine skins. You know, it, it seeks to bridge theology and culture. And, uh, New wine, new wineskins is does not back away from the hard and difficult topics. Um, many people may have the theology uh, and and their their knowledge of theology. Their uh, they have the interpretation of scripture um, intellectually, 
but have not figured out how to bridge that theology and bring it over into culture. And as Matt mentioned, um, we we seek to through the uh, the Trinitarian love of Jesus Christ to be able to bring our theology into culture uh, and have it Im impact um, the person standing right in front of us. In other words, we have to bring theology and culture to ground level. <clears throat> and once it's brought to ground level, you know, where it touches the hearts of people, it is the love of Christ that touches people. Um, and so in, in, in looking at that, um, that love that is demonstrated in the Trinity, uh, the unity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, we are to be imitators of that. Uh, and that's what we seek to do in New Wine, New Wineskins. Um, and and it, it is through that, our conversations, our uh, interaction with people, um, not just having a theology, but taking action to show and demonstrate and express love for others, um, not being divisive, um, but in, in, in impacting people and let everybody know they have value. Um, and, and, and unless, if we just hold on to the theology, I've seen um, many people, they have the intellectual, they have the scripture knowledge, but theology and knowledge of scripture is not enough, but there has to be the bridge from theology into culture. And that impacts race, it impacts gender, it impacts um, um, politics, it impacts everything, it destroys all of the division that is there. Um, and so what we come away with is that unity that is demonstrated in the Trinity. And that's what we um, are seeking to do. Um, the, the person who, uh, when the subject of race comes up, um, says, I'm tired of this subject. Well, the one thing I think about is I'm, I'm so glad that Jesus did not get tired of being crucified. He went all the way through it for us. And because of his, um, his stand on the cross and putting himself in the position, allowing himself to be crucified, um, that demonstrated a level of love that is just incomprehensible. And for us to demonstrate this theology into culture, we don't have to be crucified, but that self and selfishness that will hold us from bridging that, I think if we apply the Trinitarian love of Christ, I believe we can get there, uh, take that and let it bridge over into culture and we will see those changes come. And with that, I yield. Thank you so much, Matt and Cliff and both of you spoke so brilliant, 
brilliantly to new wine. Matt, I thank you so much about how hard and painful it is because we tend to focus on ourselves and um, bridging in culture is so critical. And Cliff, I truly appreciate um, your sharing that um, bringing us into culture, we need to be paying attention to the person that's right in front of us. And we need to come from it, from a ground level perspective. And so with that, I will yield back to Robert to again, share with us um, how he wants us to, how we would suggest that we proceed. So Robert, and then we will open it up to those that are in um, the audience to come up and speak as well. Robert. <clears throat> okay, thank you. Um, I'll, I'll just uh, wanna thank Cliff and, and Matt for kind of laying the groundwork of what uh, New Wine, New Weinstein's is as a resource. And what I heard um, <clears throat> Cliff that you mentioned is New Wine, New Weinstein's can help in how to take action. Um, so it's more than just, um, you know, and, and taking that action uh, in the area of theology bridged to culture uh, and back and forth is, is key. So it's a, a resource to, to lean on and have available uh, to all of us. So yeah, I um, uh, wanna hear from, from others on what have you heard through our discussions uh, over the last uh, couple of months that calls you to action and what does that look like uh, for you? And, um, and, and Trudy, I kind of, I've heard you uh, share that, but uh, I'd like to hear it again because uh, it's powerful. Your, your thoughts on that are powerful. Go ahead. Good morning. Um, yes, it's, um, uh, being a part of New Wine has been such a dramatic, um, support and community for me and for my husband. And um, I think that one thing to keep in mind as we look at New Wine too, is that many of us have contexts that we speak stronger through. And it's like, we're not trying to be the, you know, the um, exclusive leader of one voice, but to, to have a voice together as a community. And so like, when I hear Cliff and Gloria and Robert and Cookie and Matt and Kayla speak of their engagements in New Wine, it may not be my specific context that um, I'm entrenched in, but I certainly support and, and lean into their wisdom and their leading as well. And for me, from New Wine, a lot of my context is dealing with advocacy for the disability population. And obviously, you know, it was mentioned that I did uh, experience that with our, our work in Ukraine, but that catalyst really pressed me into making, uh, bringing awareness to our own communities. And in light of that, this month is Autism Awareness Month. Um, I live with two individuals that uh, deal with aspects of autism. But one joyous thing I just want to share is this last Sunday, two individuals within our faith community and our church um, des desired to be baptized, and um, both of which are um, deal with autism. And that was such a celebration 
to validate and value these individuals that in their own unique way have stated their uh, faith in Jesus and their love for Jesus. And I think that sometimes within our community, it might go, well, do they really get it? Or do they understand? Or, or you know, for some. And I think it's just so validating to to know that the heart of God sees the heart of the individual and embraces them for where they are and values them and welcomes them into community as valued individuals. And that was um, such a joyous time this last Sunday, being a part of that, but also just thinking, I'm, you know, we're thinking of other ways of how can we make our uh, community more aware of people that deal with all sorts of varieties of disabilities and how can they feel welcome and not be fearful or unsure or misunderstood. And uh, that's kind of my catalyst of, you know, my context is really leaning into that. And I just appreciate the leadership of all the others that lean into other topics of cultural engagement and just so thankful that we can be a community together. And with that, I yield the mic. Thank you, Trudy. Um, and um, I think that is that is key to understand that uh, there's many areas that uh, call us to action. And I appreciate uh, your focus and how you, um, how you shared that. And it's all, it's all important. It really is. And so, um, uh, Kayla, um, uh, could you um, share a little bit more about uh, how call to action has has been uh, evident in your life and 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 uh, how that has occurred through uh, Clubhouse? Yeah, sure. Um, I think that over these past few weeks, um, our discussion uh, really boils down to. Um, just allowing myself to take a step back and uh, really sit with the person across from me and, and be able to see them better for who they are and where they're at. And, uh, you know, learning to, to uh, live in humility and uh, learn how to better love myself so that I can continually love the other more. Um, to see the other uh, and to love them more uh, in in how Jesus does, uh, how Jesus loves us sacrificially, and how we see that being poured out on the cross. Um, so I I've really enjoyed these these discussions, and I think that that's you know again the heart of new wine as well uh, is to better better love the other, to to learn how to see the other in front of us, so that we can love each other in that relational way. Um, so that's, that's what it kind of boils down to for me. Um, and I think that by participating in dialogue and discussions like this, uh, it definitely helps me take that action of, of listening to other people's perspective and stories and their lives um, and what what you know we've experienced and what you've been through, and uh, to see you in in 
different ways uh, as a person, fully, wonderfully, beautifully created in the image of God. Um, and uh, just in order to to learn more about you as people so that we can embrace one another um, and relate with one another and realize, you know, we're, we're probably not as different as we think we are. Um, and yet we need each other's differences. Uh, we can learn from each other's differences. We can learn from each other's stories and experiences and perspectives. And um, that's, you know, why community is so important. That's why the body of Christ is needed. You know, that's why we, we can sit at home and read our Bibles, uh, but we need to engage with each other as the church. Um, and learn together. We need each other to to grow. So uh, I think that's what I've taken from this this dialogue and this discussion. And the more that we participate with one another, uh, the more that we learn how to engage and embrace each other in love. And uh, with that, I yield. Thank you, um, Gloria. I know that you have. Um some some thoughts on um, action uh, you know in your own life and how um, how that has been kind of a um, a piece connected to clubhouse and the discussions and um, you know say a little bit more uh, about that in your own life and uh, I may have a follow-up question or two. Thank you, Robert. Um, the discussion to this moment has been really profound. And Kayla, your comments just um, caused me to say amen. You know, one of the things that I have been thinking about is our call to action and how we affect each other um, and how we are living out Christ in us. And... Um, as Kayla was speaking, one of the thoughts that was hitting to me in such a, a really amazing way was, Kayla, as you spoke um, about loving the other um, sacrificially and um, the humility and seeing the other person and um, that by participating, um, you know, you're paying attention and listening to others um, across from you. And I, I couldn't help but think how um, that is an effect, infectious love into your, the birth of your baby, into the baby that you're carrying, and that your growth is the baby's growth. And it's, it just caused me to almost have tears in my eyes as I thought about the fact that, um, you know, you're just pouring into this little one that is still growing inside of you. And, and for that, I'm, I'm truly grateful. Bob, as I, I thought about what you were sharing, one of the things that came to me, and it really um, hits on what Melba was sharing, it took me back to years ago when you and Cookie and I and Cliff were on the advisory council, and I remember our director, Paul Metzger, really wanted to reach out from Oregon to um, California to San Francisco in particular, and since I'm from San Francisco, 
Chicago and reside here, there was a desire to, to reach out to churches here so that we could um, partner. Um, and so, you know, I, I am um, involved with several pastors and it was important to me not to go to the mega churches. It was important to me to find a small church, African-American church that related to the community in which it resided. And so we reached out to Greater Life and partnered with them. And that was such a beautiful partnership and relationship. And I believe that Trudy and your husband participated when they came to Portland and um, we had events here. And so, you know, I think that there is already a model for um, creating that kind of synergy that Melba was talking about last week as a call to action. And so I just wanted to share that as well. And for me, it comes out in so many different ways. Um, many of you know that I'm involved with knowledge sharing, knowledge transfer, and um, technology. And so, you know, it's important that knowledge is spread so that it can affect not only the communities that we live in, which may be affluent and have the ability uh, to do things that other communities can't, but what we can do is share that information in a platform that allows everyone to have access, whether they're here locally, whether they're um, throughout the United States or whether it is globally. And that's something that um, is really on my heart these days to um, move forward. And so um, along with the other calls to action that I'm involved in and definitely um, agree with Cookie, we both have been election officials. And so um, the idea of voting rights and tampering with that right that so many died for. Um, it's something that I'm willing to uh, be a part of as we call the action as well. So with that, I'll yield back to you, Robert. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I, I think one of the key points that I heard right there was uh, there's already a model for, uh, for action. And that model is the local church and to reach out uh, to the local church uh, community and partner with include and, and, um, and encourage one another. Uh, and I like the way you said about um, uh, this love for others uh, is infectious. And, um, and so, even the uh, the love being infectious to the not yet fully born, uh, uh, it is it it affects that stage in life as well, and which is exciting. So, um, so I was I was, I was wondering if uh, anybody from the audience would like to to share and. Um, um, kind of respond to you know what has have the discussions at uh, at Clubhouse done to to develop uh, points of action in you um, and so if you want oh, we do have a, we have Melbourne. 
Robert, before yeah. anybody else speak, can I, I, yes. I just like to uh, just uh, reiterate on a couple of things that you were said. Um, okay, thanks, Robert. Um, you know, you were talking about uh, the model um, there. The, the model, there is a model to bridge these gaps. And uh, I, I think sometimes um, we sidestep the model um, and, 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 and disengage from the conversation when it gets tiring. Um, but I think those conversations, as we talked earlier about, um, you know, dealing with the person in front of you uh, through the tr Trinitarian love of Jesus Christ, you know, uh, you mentioned you mentioned gentrification and the effect that that has had on the uh, African American church, not only in Portland but across the nation. Um, in fact, I'm going to be in a conference tomorrow morning with a group of faith leaders dealing with this. It is a present issue, um, uh, but then when I when when I when I think about the um, the whole issue of conversation and the model that's been established, I think we need to uh, not to sidestep the model, but engage the model. And 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 when I say that, uh, he, there was a pastor. I, I think I probably mentioned this uh, just south of town here in uh, near in the Portland area. Um, who told me, he made the statement that since my church has not grown to over a thousand members, that I must be out of the will of God. And I thought he has no clue uh, if he had to deal with what I dealt with on a daily basis. Uh, he, I, I'm not sure if he would survive, but it is engaging conversations that is going to change the hearts and bring about awareness. And, and I, I think Kayla uh, uh, mentioned that. Um, and, and so um, the model that's been set is that we have to continue to engage even when it becomes tiring. We cannot sidestep, but we must continue to enact the model and engage it. Um, as Gloria uh, mentioned, you know, uh, and, and I think that there's a learning that takes place with that. Um, and I don't want to uh, uh, monopolize the time, but I will yield. Cliff, I appreciate what you just shared and it's, um, it's timely and it's right. And we need to absolutely continue to engage and especially when it's difficult, as even Matt said, we need to be able to push through that when the when it's tough. And so, um, with that, I recognize that Melba is here and wishes to speak. And Melba, we will yield the mic to you. Good morning. Melba, if you could undo your mic. I'm not sure that she can speak. Melba, if there's a problem with your being able to undo your mic and speak, please uh, exit and come back 
and then we'll bring you back up to the stage to allow you an opportunity to speak. And I'd like to take a moment to just welcome Katie into the room and Kashan and Tracy and Siesta. Welcome back, all of you. Um, Kashan, thank you for being in the room. And we look forward to your being able to share with us and to continue as well. I'll yield the mic. Robert, did you have something else to share? Or is there others that would like, Melba, are you able to share at this point? Perfect. Okay, the mic good, is, is good. on. Go ahead, Melba. And good morning again. You, good morning. Can you hear me? Yes. Great. Okay. Um, oh, um, oh, Pastor, I'm glad I wasn't there when I heard that man say that. He would have had to pray for me. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, I was listening on, um, let me first start out by saying this. Jewish people have a saying, lest we forget. So they never let anybody forget the Holocaust and um, the horrible things that happened, not only the Holocaust, but the horrible things that happened to Jewish people. And that's what, uh, that's one of my goals. I don't want people to forget or to be able to run away from or deflect. Um, earlier in this conversation, I was pretty getting pretty disturbed because I don't know if anybody noticed what was said in the chat, but I said this conversation has turned into a great big deflection. I said, and this behavior is quite, um, this behavior is quite normal when it comes to talking about racism against black people. And so when I'm talking about racism against black people, and this is what I thought the new wineskins were Trinitarian approach towards, you know, anti-racism. So if I'm hearing deflections and whole conversations about other things and we're not even talking about racism towards Black people or trying to build bridges, we started out good, but it's like, it happens every time we veer off. And if, if, if we're going to do that, if, if this is a conversation about everybody and everything, I don't need to be here. But if that, but if we want to build bridges towards relationships between foundational Black Americans and white people, and this is the platform for me, and I just want to make myself clear on that. But anyway, um, we do have the platform, and we do have um, we do have a perfect uh, opportunity, especially with the church that I go to, St. John. Um, we are a small church in a community that we relate to and um, like I said last week in order to, for a change to happen the world and the church is going to have to see, see some somebody do it and that um, God changed the whole world with just 12 men and from those 12 men other people caught on the other communities caught on and then the gospel was spread all over but and it only takes a few of us, but we have to engage. And if you're not in for a fight, this is not the place for you. Because anytime anyone starts talking about any kind of positivity or anything that lifts the black community up, well, that's a, that's a war within itself just by saying it. I mean, even in, in Oregon, 
when they were uh, giving out funds to um, the black community. And the white community got very, very angry. It was all on the news. Um, and then when they stopped doing it, oh, I'm glad they ain't doing it based on race. But I, I'm wondering if any of, of, of those white people in that white community realize that they've always got everything in this country based on race. So those are the conversations that we can't run away from, but we have to continue to engage. And I think that, and like I asked my pastor before, Pastor Cliff, it would be good for us to spend time together, eating together, having these discussions. And I think a good place to start at St. John's is those communities that we're talking about, the gentrification. Um, I might seem like I'm kind of over, all over the place this morning, but that's really, it really struck a nerve with me this morning. Um, and when I passed by Vancouver Avenue and Life Change Church, how they used to have all this parking lot space in the cities, basically, it's almost like they're pushing them out with a big steamroller, get out of our community. And I'm looking at how small their, their almost non-existent parking space is because they're building on it. That's, you know, I remember when the Native Americans was uh, having a battle with the white community because they didn't want, they were building on their lands, building on their sacred places. The church is one of the only things that black people have been able to preserve. And now it looks like in this city and nationwide that that's being taken away from us in our communities and everything. And if you look, if you never knew how it used to look at life change and how it used to look at um, Vancouver Avenue, you would understand what I'm saying, but they're, they're, almost, they're pushing those pastors out of the way. And I'm looking at it every time I pass and it makes me very upset. And I just wonder if they can do um, that to a ministry that big, what can they do to St. John's? And so, you know, these discussions have to happen. We can't shy away from them. We can't start talking about something else. If this is going to be solved, we're going to have to be in the face and ready to just say it like it is and stop running. Um, and as far as the being brand new, Robert, what I was saying is, we, don't, we do want new behavior, but we don't want to act brand new. In other words, we don't want to act like, uh, start acting fake and like the situation didn't happen and acting indifferent. That's what we mean by acting brand new or not acting brand new. We don't want to do, engage in that behavior. Because see, when um, we have discussions like this, and then it turns neutralized when certain white people are in the room. That's, that's acting brand new. And we don't want to do that. We want to deal with the issue. You know, Michael okay. Jackson made a song when he was younger. Get it together and leave it alone. Hmm. Thank you, Melba. We appreciate your sharing. And we, I can speak for myself. I don't participate in any arena where I'm deflecting and I, I appreciate your caution and admonition to us to pay attention to that. And so I thank you for that. Cliff, I'd like you to um, respond as Melba's pastor about what's going on with St. John and other churches that are affected. I know we only have a couple of minutes left in this room, but one of the things that I know that we wanted to move towards a call to action 
first was to look at how we could use new wine in a way that would um, be beneficial and use St. John and your um, parishioners to engage even if it's not in Clubhouse and we just extended to Zoom um, opportunities. So Cliff, if you could speak to that and then I um, turn it over to Robert to uh, synthesize what's been said and then I can close in prayer. Um, this is not a conversation for one um, hour. It's something that we feel very strongly about and are committed to, to take over, um, you know, to continue in that dialogue. And, um, you know, we have all shared ways that we are uh, being called to action. And in the, in the center of that, in the heart of that, is a Trinitarian theology and um, taking racism to a place where it's not racism. So Cliff. Thank you, Gloria, and thank you, Melba. And everyone who spoke on this subject, I'll try and take, uh, see if I can wrap it up in about a minute or two. Um, but yes, um, the call to action that I see, um, you know, we, we spoke about the gentrification and the way that the city of Portland is really, um, it, it, it appears to making a real attempt to push out the black church out of uh, North and Northeast Portland, pushing the churches out to, and the, and the neighborhood really, um, out of the um, urban areas of, of, of Portland. Um, you know, our church is being squeezed. I know that other churches, and I mentioned um, tomorrow, I will be in a conference with a number of other pastors. Um, and the topic is on uh, gentrification. Um, and I think that the call to action is for the white churches to recognize instead of being absent, I think to engage with the African-American churches and stand with us so that those things do not happen, uh, that we're not squeezed out. And I, and I think uh, engaging in conversation, uh, getting involved, um, you know, uh, financially um, and, and, and showing that solidarity, I think, would be is is huge but i think it starts with conversation and understanding and that's what has happened over these um last couple of months here in clubhouse uh i think it has opened the eyes hopefully of many of you as to uh things about race and racism that you probably never even thought about and um that's this is what i am uh, praying that happens is that that understanding um, that those blind spots be filled in where those blind spots are not there and there is greater understanding but coming together is what's is needed um, to uh, in in this call to action and and that is standing with our brothers and sisters for the white church um, the the um, Hispanics and, and, and all to come and, and stand with us in this fight. Um, you know, there was about a year ago, um, the city of Portland went and put out this directive that 
um, these all of the these churches that did not have um, earthquake um, pro, uh, earthquake protection that they would shut them down and basically that was targeting the African American churches um, and then that the outcry uh, they backed away from that but now they're coming at it different in different ways but we're asking the white church to come and stand with us in this problem in this battle so that we're not squeezed out. And with that, I yield. Thank you. And um, <clears throat> you know, we are we are out of time, but um, but I'll um, I'll synthesize just a moment and then turn it over to Gloria to uh, do the closing prayer. So. Um, so here's here's what I here's where we started, and we started with uh, what has um, what are the discussions in Clubhouse raised regarding calls to actions in us, and I shared with me, you know, my point is that uh, the whole North Portland area of churches being pushed out is not right and should be identified. Uh, more and that's a basis of call to action to come together and um, discuss that issue issue more fully. Um, Matt and Gloria and uh, Matt and, and Cliff really laid out a, a groundwork for new wine to be used as a resource uh, in a call for action and the kind of subjects that we've we've talked about. Um, uh, Trudy, uh, you know, supported and shared that, um, you know, she has a particular focus, but is supportive of, of the of, of this discussion that we're we've begun. Um, Gloria talked about a uh, call to action and it is infectious and she stayed right on point. She talked about using a model of the local church and to uh, use that model that's already here. Cliff uh, also talked about let's not um, be um, uh, to forget to use the model. Let's engage that model. And uh, Melba, I thank you for your response. And you have a way of keeping us on track. And I, for one, value that. And I do not want um, you to stop um, sharing your heart. You are a valuable part of this discussion. And without you, uh, there would be a great loss. So stay in there. So with that, I will uh, yield to Gloria. Well, thank you. This has been an amazing and outstanding uh, conversation as all of them have been. And as Matt so beautifully has said on several occasions, the discussions are wonderful. The stories are deep. We need to move to a call to action. And so Melba, we thank you for holding us accountable and we intend to be. 
And with that, I will um, close this out in prayer and thank everyone for participating today. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the opportunity to be in Clubhouse this morning. We thank you that you woke us up and that we were all alive and present. And Lord, we thank you for all of those that shared, Lord, all of those that shared their hearts and where they want to be more like you. We want to be more like you. We praise you in the name of Jesus for God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. We thank you, as Melba pointed out, the 12 and how they changed the world. And Lord, we are sometimes less than 12 and sometimes more than 40. And Lord, we know in this space, we have the ability to change the world. We have the ability to, um, like the Holy Spirit, be advocates for each other. Uh, and so, Lord, we ask that you bless each and every one of us with um, insight and discernment and knowledge and wisdom as we move forward, Lord, for the purposes of changing what seems to be cemented in the hearts of people. And, Lord, that we can make that difference and be a light in the world, Lord, starting um, with one step at a time. And so, Lord, with that, we give you praise and we give you glory for this time and this place. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless everyone. Have a beautiful week. We will continue this conversation next week, looking at um, some thoughts and ideas around where do we move from here with respect to supporting um, Cliff with New Wine, Trudy, we can all have those kinds of conversations because um, it's a perfect example for New Wine to be involved in this and Clubhouse is a perfect venue. So with that, um, blessings to all. I will close the room. Thank you. See you Thank next you. week. Thank you. See you next week. Thank you for the thoughts. See you next week. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>